0: Hi, it's me, Noma on Transition Podcast again. We are on episode four, season two, for those who you know are interested in the numbers. Um, so yeah, we are moving forward. I like that it's your potent song moving forward. I hope I pronounced his surname right. Anyway, how have you all been? Um, what's the happy haps, you know? what's the happenings in your environment in your area it's a lot has been happening um, uh, at large you know in Nigeria for those in Nigeria and all around the world as well um, it's it's um, I don't know I, I really don't know what's going on but um, I'm, I'm doing a lot of praying that's for sure uh, and I think for all who believe in the power of prayer I think we, we should continue in that good work because a lot is going on in the world like literally um nowadays every time i get home um maybe not every time but most times i get home i'm always like thank you god like i try to remember to say that i don't remember that all the time if i want to be honest but when i do remember um i do say because i've i'm becoming more aware that we are living in a time you know where really going out and coming back safely unharmed untouched unseen by all the evils out there it's something that should not be taken for granted in any way um so yeah let's remain hopeful prayerful and thankful yes that's what i'm saying all right so um today I'm going to be talking about something I usually try to avoid uh, online and offline. And I'm going to be talking about marriage. Yes, I'm going to talk about marriage. I, I try to avoid conversations that have to do with it um, before and even more so recently. Um, but I came across something and it was it just felt like the straw that broke the camel's back if i should say i and i just felt do you know what i think i'm going to just say something i think i'm going to say something about this um so yes that's what we're going to be discussing right now so i hope you are ready to get into this let's chat people all right so i've titled this episode built to last and i've put a question mark there and that's intentional um because we all know that in an ideal world um marriages would last um, there'll be no death of spouse there'll be no divorce or separation um but we don't live in an ideal world things happen and uh so realistically speaking You know, we can't say that even though the the idea, the dream is that marriages will last forever, you know, and we all go riding into the sunset and live happily ever after, like our favorite fairy tale tells us, it doesn't happen that way. Um, So I came across a message, uh, a tweet, you know, whatever you want to call it, and um it's not that i had an i have an issue with this one message like oh this person i have an issue with her or i have an issue with her message um and that's why i want to talk about it but i've i've come across so many of this sort of ideas and so many of this sort of opinions online and offline and i just this particular one like I just felt for the sake of my sanity. And I know that I'm sounding a bit dramatic, but for the sake of my sanity, I was like I need to say something. Um I need to say something. I just felt the need to say something about this. Um and so because I I felt really passionate about what I wanted to say about this, I decided to write down my thoughts because um I didn't want to freestyle this one because the tendency is like if you're speaking to Even if you're speaking to people you know, or just especially when you're doing a podcast and it's like whoever in the world is listening to this, um, I I didn't want to... I didn't want to say something and be unable to rewrite it, um, although I can always edit, to be honest. But anyway, <laughs> but, you know, I, I wanted to make sure that, you know, I was able to tone it down where I needed to tone it down. So I wanted to I wrote down my thoughts first and uh, wherever I spotted that I was getting a bit too aggressive and edgy about this topic, I was able to restructure the sentence i hope um so yeah so if i sound a bit robotic bear with me i'm not freestyling this um i freestyle most of the episodes i do when i say freestyle i you know i i get what i want to talk about and then i just speak straight from my heart about it um and like my last episode i remember i was listening back to it and i was like why did i say i was always alone i was not always alone i wasn't always alone as a child to be honest um but you see, that's the kind of thing that happens is that, you know, then you forget to edit it or you can't, you know, you can't, you know, all of that. So just I just wanted to be careful not to give any miss, uh, you know, not to miss anything and not to come across in a way that I don't really want to come across um, publicly. All right, because, you know, we all have our crazy indoors and we have the people we show our crazy too. <laughs> but when you're dealing with the world, you know, everybody behaves civil. So anyway, so yeah, so what did I read? What triggered all of this? What inspired this? Okay, so let's get into it. So I came across this message, like I said, it's from a lady, Uh, popular, she owns a popular business Um, in Nigeria, and I think it's also international, but I don't want to get into what the business is, or what she does, or her name, because of all legalities, Um, but if you know, then you know, and even if you don't know, trust me, you'll still follow the story hopefully. All right, excuse me, so what did she say? So she started off um, saying, you know, going on social media like we all do when we have something important to say, and uh, in her words, she said, I want to share the complexities and struggles that come with this union called marriage. Now, bear in mind, she said complexities. Um, and she said struggle was what she wrote, but I just felt grammatically she probably meant, you know, struggles. Because we've all been there when we're typing these long essays, um, you know, as messages, things happen, right? So I felt that, like, I was like, okay, I'm I'm with you. Because, yeah, marriage is and can be full of complexities and struggles. Um, I remember growing up, our pastor um in our in our church back then a baptist church and he often used to say whenever he was praying um, as our faces are different lord so are our needs and so basically really as our faces are different so are our needs and battles even as individuals how much more in marriages like you can never you can never have the exact same type of um issue there can be similarities there can be things that can be like similar but I feel like there's always that thing that tilts it a bit that it can never really be the exact thing so that's what she starts off with and I'm feeling this I'm like yes tell us something like let let's let's share and she's like you know people don't usually like talking about you know the challenges they go through and I was with it I said please we want to hear this we want to learn we want to know And then she goes on to say something that I was just like, "Eh." and then she says, um, she goes on to say, sorry, (laughs) like I said, I wrote this down. So she goes on to say, "Um, if you don't view marriage as a covenant, the series of my next post are not for you. And as they say in local parlance, that, that one offed me um because immediately it just came off very dismissive and arrogant and i was like in my head i'm thinking y- you don't need to say like you don't need to say that you've just you're starting off really good here sorry starting off really good here and all of a sudden you're going into well if you don't believe that marriage is a covenant then fall back i'm not talking to you and i just felt no like no it, it, you know it it ju- it was just very dismissive to me it was it was very like you know all you quitters out there who don't know or care to keep your marriage you know stay away this is not for you very generalizing and that's that's the issue i have been having um or i have with people when it comes to this marriage thing you know especially for people who leave marriages or end marriages or whatever is this sweep idea of i know your type of people i know you don't know their type of people because you don't know what they went through so you know her coming and saying if you don't believe marriage is a covenant i'm like sister no one is fighting with you give us your message you know and then let those who don't believe marriage is a covenant let them know what they want to do with it you you know it you have for me it spoiled the message even before we've heard anything because people people like me, I came across that thing and I was like, oh yeah, please tell the truth, you know, because everybody in this social media age is, is highlighting and using filters, right? And I'm like, please tell the truth. Let people know that marriage is, is work. Let people know that marriage is not um, always a walk in the park. Let people know that people go through things and those who just live for, I want to marry, let them understand that living for, I want to marry, you know there's a lot that goes into that marry that you may not want to just spend your whole life building up for just that one thing you may want to do some other things with your life you know before you go and pack yourself in a marriage that may end up not being what was meant for you so i was already like okay that's that felt like a a sob in a way and um, I remember that Tamer Braxton, I know Tamar Braxton is like a troubled person for some people, but I remember that she once said how the heroes are the women in marriages and never the ones who walk out of the bad ones. Um, and, as, and it's almost like every woman who leaves one marriage or leaves a marriage is put in the same boat, you know, forcefully given that same tag, that label. Um, and I know you know what I'm talking about, like just... I know your type you know i know your type this generalizing thing i remember sometime last year or was it last year or two years ago um someone gave a list in nigeria here this a popular he was uh, a one of the um, administrations i don't want to get into that and so he has this website and what he decided that particular day that he wanted to post about was 20 uh, female celebrities who are divorced or who have something sensation, like who, who, ha- who have ended their marriage or something ridiculous like that. And then he puts all this women there and everybody's like, excuse me, like that is in the midst of all that is going on in this country, this is your issue about like, why, why does that concern you? Why is that a topic? Why does that matter? And I know part of the reason why it matters is because of our culture. You know, it's very, we are used to um, women, like our mothers, like our grandmothers, like our great grandmothers, we are used to them suffering in marriage. You know, they will tell you, some will still tell you till today that no marriage is not easy. Um, even when that woman is being knocked around and beaten, because they feel, look, I stayed with your father and he did that to me and just, you know, just find something to occupy yourself. Nobody's marriage is perfect. Ah. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on with the story. So then she, she goes on that, you know, to tell her story and I won't go into details. I'll just give the summary of it. So what happens? So she says she, gets, she she gives birth to your second child. And then she finds out that the husband, who is a pilot, has lost his job. And, of course, there's the concern about that. So she, um, they go through issues and challenges. Um, financially, they had to downsize. So they had to go from, I don't know how many nannies they had, but they had to go from that amount of nannies down to two um that was such an inconvenience you know for for her and for them um they had to go from i think they had two cars or something like that so they had to go from all the cars they had whether two or more i can't remember and they had to start sharing one and that was such an issue as well for her um but her husband was supporting you know her business and he was doing inventory and you know supporting her in in, in moving the business because she she had a business and so that happened and then somewhere down the line, I think the issue she said that, you know, they started having back and forth, it had a back and forth, just once she recorded out a back and forth, was something about food, whether she went out and there was no, she came back and there was no food and he was saying to her something like, where is food, something around that. And, you know, she got snappy about it and he, you know reacted and so it was like a verbal exchange and in that moment you know God just spoke to her and said you know this is wrong and so she apologized and he apologized and everything went well and he continued to support and she was saying how even his faith grew in that time he was spending a lot of time praying fasting seeking the face of God she was also praying for him and seeking the face of God and he ended on a you know on a good note because somewhere down the line he gets even a better job than he had with better pay. And just basically to the glory of God, the whole family got restored. And so she ends with, you know, saying things like, you know, love your spouse, be content and be patient and all of that. And I was looking for more. I was looking for more because she talked about complexities. And so I thought to myself, okay, this is one where's the rest of the complexities and the first you know for me the next thing I wanted to I noticed was that you see what would rattle one marriage a couple will not even have any ripple in another Now this was she was in a situation where yes this man wasn't working he'd lost his job not because he was careless not because he was he had embezzled funds you know it was not sometimes you know like I said in my last episode bad things happen to good people I remember um uh, like I shared my one of the jobs I had when COVID hit and they were like look we're letting people go and I and I thought a bit arrogantly yeah yeah let people go because I was feeling like I was such a star in that place I'm like nobody's going to touch me you know let let people go and i was touched (laughs) you know um so it wasn't because he did something wrong it's just one of those things like maybe when the bible says you know you will go through trials it was just one of those trials but he was not he was you know there are situations where a man loses his job in those kind of scenarios and he becomes abusive right he becomes physically abusive because his frustration that he feels like, oh, what makes me a man is no longer here. He starts to beat the woman. Oh, he starts to verbally abuse her and say things like oh you're feeling like someone that has money now because you're the one that went to buy for those of us in this part of the world that use generators or because you're now the one buying fuel or because you're now the one that's paying the bills oh so you're now feeling like you're the man of the house i will show you what a man do (laughs) you know we've heard those stories right um and it wasn't a situation whereby he was like you know what all the money that you're making from this business bring it here i'm the one that will give you what you will use and then i'll tell you the one we're using for the house He's not, he didn't do that either. There was no mention of that, right? There's also the situation where the man could have easily just fallen into severe depression. So there's nothing right that you're doing as a wife that is even helping, you know, he's depressed, he's drinking too much you know he becomes an alcoholic um and then he starts maybe he he wants his takes charge of your money takes charge of your business he starts mismanaging your business mismanaging your funds you no longer have a say in that business that you started and then he starts using the money to start chasing women outside keeping his side one or two side chicks that wasn't what happened and so for me, forgive me for anybody who like listens to this and gets offended, but this just felt like you had to go for, let's say f- from five nannies to two. And that was a complexity, like except you just um, left out a lot of details like this. Like I just mentioned this scenarios, you had to go from two cars to one. That was a struggle. Are you serious? Are you serious? That. There- like he was like there are cases where w- women in this kind of situation the man makes their lives a living hell morning afternoon night like their best time is when they're out of the house because they have peace they can breathe once they know it's time to go home they are in fear because they know what to expect they know how this person would treat them some of them he just he, they, they no longer exist he doesn't even see them he doesn't talk to them there's nothing they try to do to engage like i was triggered that this was the example she used to tell other women who don't believe marriage is a convenant to fall back like really like, really, really? Like, really? I just, like, except there were other details that you just didn't, you know, because the, the post was really long. And maybe you just felt, okay, all these other ones, uh, he were, where he was smacking me about or whatever. I don't really want to put that in there. But, like, and that's not to say... And what I have an issue with, why I have an issue with that is because you use that one thing to generalize other women who leave their marriage and you're just concluding that other women who leave their marriage for issues that you may never know about or never experienced by the grace of God are women who do not understand that marriage is a covenant and so that's why they left. No. Nah, you lost me. Like, oh, you lost me. I was so like, and like I said, like it's not. She's not the only one who who makes this kind of general arrogant statements. Like I've I've heard people, and I'm like, I the other day I was saying to my mom, something happened. Yeah, I talked to my mom a lot. For those who were like you, you said, you talked to your mom the last episode, the two episodes ago. Don't you talk to any other person? <laughs> you no, know? but I talked to my mom a lot because one, we live together now, um, and two, you know i just i just she's just my person right she's just my person everybody in my family is my person but you know my you know your mother knows how to keep some secrets for you right <laughs> so um so i was speaking with her anyway and i was saying to her like do the, that there's a way on something else not even about this we were talking about something else and i was like there's the way people behave as though they have tomorrow like written down in their palm like know they brag and boast about stuff they they are arrogant and dismissive of other people's pain and issues because they just think you know what i've seen my tomorrow and i know this 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 is going to happen so i can talk anyhow about your own you can't do that you can't like if we want to be honest a lot of the things that we have experienced that have hurt us we didn't see it coming and a lot of the times we didn't see it coming because we believed that we we did the right thing to make sure that that thing doesn't come it's like someone who goes to school goes for their first degree goes for a second degree comes back and does not see work for seven years did he see that if that he or she saw that coming would that person waste all that time in, in school you know you stay seven years you have degrees then you think okay let me add more professional courses you're just piling up the professional courses piling it up piling it up seven years is ticking by and not one sensible concrete job so I'm, i was telling my mom i said i don't i don't get like when people talk so like i understand the talk of faith but we all we can tell i mean i can tell when someone is talking because they you know faith and then another person is talking in arrogance and pride and it can never be me i'm like my brother my sister it can never be you please tell me my future because (laughs) clearly you're seeing things that i need to know about you know so i i read that post and i was just like "Mm -mm." like this is this is the complexity that you're telling other women to hey fall back if you don't believe and you see why i find that that is a dangerous thing to do is because there are so many women who have died in the process of not wanting to be looked at in this sort of dismissive and i know your type of woman way there are people and i'm focusing on women because this message came from a woman there are people that don't they don't want to be seen in this you, you can't even keep your home Ah, if it was me, I know what I would do. we like, really? But it's not you. It's not you. It has happened to somebody who does not know what to do. And she has chosen that this is how she wants to handle it. There was a story some days ago about a woman. I think it happened, well, in Nigeria. It, it happened in the, one of the Western states. Um, and this lady died because she was fasting. She was having marital issues. And she was advised to go into fasting and prayer. And in the fasting and prayer, this woman died in her church. Died. We don't, we don't, I mean, the report doesn't say what killed her, but we are just made to understand that she had been in a period of extensive fasting because of marital issues. And we don't know, was this, was this man beating her up? Was this man, you know, um, bullying her? What, 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 we don't know the details of this marriage, but because she doesn't want to be told to fall back, because she decides, I can't, I can't cope with this anymore. My life is in danger. Because she doesn't want to be told to fall back in such a general way. She goes into prayer, which is a good thing. Fasting, which is a good thing. And then loses her life. Because perhaps she doesn't want anybody to tell her, you're a quitter. There was a story my mom shared with me last year about this couple that were having issues having serious issues this man was or oh, whatever it is he could do to make this woman's life live in hell he was doing it even when she was pregnant he was he kept doing it and then one day out of the blue this man calls this the the girl's father and let's say for example the girl's name is Ada right um i don't know her name that, that was not her name and but i'm just using that just to you know Move the story along and so the, this man calls the father of ada and says hello the man says hey, hello and he says um ada is dead and he's like meaning what He said i'm just calling you to t-. this ada was like five six months pregnant he said i'm just going to tell you that ada is dead the the family of this girl doesn't live in the same state or in the same city As Ada and her husband, so immediately they start calling their relations who are there and like, please go. This man is just telling us that our daughter, who was five, six there about, pregnant, is dead. That she wasn't sick. There was nothing, you know, wrong with her with the pregnancy or anything. But they knew that the daughter was going through hell, and so immediately they were suspicious. Like she's dead. How? And so the family. Relations that are there go over, and guess what? This man had put the Ada inside his car. All the windows are wound up, and used the cloth to cover her. Now they didn't know this. The family that goes there didn't know this, but they rush immediately to her house and they start banging on the door. And so the the husband opens the door, and there they see the husband and his the husband's sister, and they're looking and they're like, okay, where is she? And they say that she's in the car so they all rush to the car and that's when they see that he had used a cloth covered her all the windows wound up how did you know she was dead who pronounced her dead what happened the man was telling stories up stories down stories left stories right perhaps this woman also didn't want to be told to fall back because she didn't think that you know that marriage she didn't understand that marriage is a covenant i'm not talking to you you people that don't get it like i know we all have our mouth i know we all have our entitled to our own opinions but there are just some things generalizing is an enemy generalizing is an enemy generalizing all men are bad all women are uh uh, prostitutes all this are that it is bad it doesn't help because not you can't use your experience with one person you can't use what you have heard about ah that one she was with her husband because the husband now did not have money she now left the husband therefore you now meet another lady who you hear has left her husband eh, isn't those people that don't know how to to cope during hard time like really Like, really? I was... During the week... Okay, I have this weird thing. (laughs) (laughs) Let me confess. I, I love watching, like, murder that already sounds weird um but i like this detective stuff like for those who know about like dstv and cable and all that i th- there's a particular channel that goes to all this mysterious you know who who has done it type of thing i love stuff like that i love watching stuff like that um unfortunately the downside of that is everybody now is suspect in my life <laughs> everybody except my family um <laughs> but yeah i mean you know, i love watching stuff like that because unfortunately what you also find is that is the person you least expect that is the one who's always the killer, like always. It's never been, ah, ah. So, it, you know, it's never been, oh, it's, it was the somebody that came in at the last, you know, 10 minutes of the program. It's always like the person that was like, oh, my gosh, my husband is dead. Oh, my wife is dead. That's the person that killed the husband <laughs> killed the wife. Um, and so I was watching one of that during the week. And it was about this man who for like he had done series of murders killed women you know um for like years like starting from the 70s into the 80s into the 90s this man got married this man had children this man was basically living a double life he just was one way you know with his family and all of that lovey-dovey respectful man in society and on the other side he was you know taking women. he you know he was uh he used to go to uh, if i remember correctly like a, a bd is it bdsm or bdm anyway this websites where you know people like talk about their sexual fantasies and whatever so he would go there and talk with this woman and make agreements with them for them to become his slaves And he will keep them. He had another house somewhere else until he will keep them there. And what this man was doing was that when they get there, whatever it is he does with them, he does it with them. And then he murders them. And he murders them. And the first one and the second one and then the fifth one and then the tenth one. And then finally, as God will have it, but many years later, he's found out, like they go to this, his farm. And they see these big barrels, you know, like where you keep like oil or things like that, just these big drums. And accidentally, in the process of doing a search, uh, the police knock over one and then blood starts coming out of it. And once they open it, they see a dead body of a woman in there. Of course, they notice that there are three other ones just there around the farm. So they start opening it up. And as you would have it, there's a dead body in each and every one. Now, so this man goes to trial and gets arrested. Now, will you tell this woman, if this woman decides that, oh my gosh, I had no idea this was who I was married to, and I'm not doing this. Would you say to this woman, for those of you who don't understand that marriage is a covenant, like, does that make sense to even say to that kind of person? If she... In hearing this kind of thing about a man she has lived with for close to fifty years this he was killing women, even the ones that had the one that had a child he killed that one, killed the child, and he was cashing their money those who were collecting alimony from their husbands he was he was still cashing their checks, those who were um, had disability um assistance from the government he was cashing their checks. Are you going to tell that woman to fall back because you don't understand that marriage is a covenant? Are you going to tell a woman who is being bullied to the point of considering suicide on a daily basis? And she comes to you and she has told her husband and he doesn't care. Instead, he's egging her on like, do it now. Kill yourself now. And you will tell her you don't understand that marriage is a covenant how or a woman who finds out that her husband is molesting one of their children and she comes to tell you and you say to her you don't understand marriage is a covenant how if that was your sister is that what you will say your daughter is that what you will say your best friend your dearest friend is that what you will say if that was you if that was you you have women that will hit their chest like a thousand times and be like, no man can, I, I was, you know, somewhere and a lady was saying that, ah, no man can put her in a box, that she's too stubborn for that. And I'm thinking to myself, paraventure, this woman has said that, no man can put her I'm too stubborn for that. And then, like, how, how do we just generalize? it's something that we need to stop like if you do it please stop it because you don't know people's stories you don't know and you should be thanking god that you don't know some of these things that you are not experiencing these things if you have a a partner Like in her case, who lost his job and was not able to provide financially for a period of time. And he wasn't making your life a living hell. Thank God. Because there's someone else out there who is going to bed weeping every night. Not because she's crying and saying, God, answer my wonderful husband. But she's saying, I just, I don't know what else to do. We need this this thing where we just feel like because we've heard one person's story. Because we think we know one person. Oh, is it not that one? She likes flashy life. That's why she left the husband. So you because you have an idea, you now meet two other people and that like, ah, that one too. She has left her husband. She has left her marriage or her marriage ended. And like, hey, is it not all of them? Or you will say, ah, if it's me, if this kind of thing happened to me, I will do this and I will do that and I will make sure I will not go anywhere. I like you can already tell like how pissed off I am by like this. Like I'm I'm acting like I've taken like ten different voice tones to act out this whole episode. <laughs> like no. Like no. It's 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 hurtful and it's painful. And you may not want to believe it. If you do it, you may not want to believe it. You may not care to acknowledge it. But it's because of this type of general statements. There are people who will stay in a bad situation because they don't want to be categorized in a negative way. It needs to stop needs to stop and i don't know maybe this is just me throwing a stone or a pebble in an ocean and just hoping it has some ripple effects just let's stop generalizing we don't know what people go through we don't know what people go through in in their marriage look there's somebody who's going to go through this and trust me it's not going to be a complexity to them When they want to tell you about complexity and struggles in marriage, it's going to be about being, my husband was beating me every day. My husband was raping me every night. It's not going to be about, oh, my husband was, I found out that he's in a brotherhood, he's in an occultic thing and doing all sorts of voodoo stuff and he's refusing to let it go. Like, that I had to go from two cars to one car, for me, that's not a complexity. And so, for for me to use that and tell other people that those who don't understand marriage is a covenant in such in that kind of general way, because I had to go from two cars to one. Ah. <laughs> I've been in churches where, you know, the reasons they cite for people leaving marriage is so is oh because your wife added weight you now say you're not interested you want to end your marriage or oh because your husband squeezes toothpaste from the uh the, the middle you say you want to end your marriage and everyone starts laughing like they you know they they, they pick the light things they pick this the things that they believe is, is trivial and i wonder why are you avoiding the other reasons because other reasons exist other reasons exist so why are you avoiding it am i saying that you know because one of the things you know also are you saying that you support look someone was asking me he was like what is your view on 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 marriage and i can't remember how i or how he asked it and how i answered but basically i was like i don't believe in bad marriages He, he said do you believe in marriage i said i don't believe in bad abusive marriages by the grace of God, I will now be the last person who wants to talk about marriage and talk about in such a general you know just use one example and use that one to cover up every every the billions of marriages around the world. I just use two people's marriages and two people's challenges and and then every and i say that is the challenge that p everybody you know like if i want to use that be you know be specific don't generalize be specific and say look i want to talk about the time when i and my spouse were going through a financial issue and this is for women out there who you know they're going through financial issues their their spouses have lost their jobs or are not able to provide as they should and I want to share this with you to encourage you. You're, you're not generalizing. You're not telling people to fall back. You're encouraging. You're giving your audience, your target audience, a teachable moment. But Because when you say complexities, and you say you had to go from like five nannies to two. When you say complexities, and it's that your husband was supporting your business because he didn't have a job he was going to. mm tell that wife if you don't believe marriage is a covenant you know when when she finds out the the worst like the worst case scenario about her husband about her marriage we really need to stop generalizing because we don't know everything that happens in every marriage that has ever ended and if it was you if it was you really you say if it was me i would do this and i would do that i remember telling someone during this week the person was going ah i can never i can never i can never i said don't say any i can never i said until you enter that situation i said because that's one thing i've learned about life and that's the wisest thing you can learn don't be pompous about anything it can never happen to me don't we pray we hope but don't get arrogant don't get pompous, don't get confident because you feel, ah, it can never happen to me because I am I am sharp, it can never happen to me because I'm wise, it can never happen to me because I'm open eye. as <laughs> they say in Nigeria, you know, don't, don't do that. People go through things and people make the decisions that they have to make because of those things. It's not everybody that, that, that you know has a a, a marriage has ended that ended it because it felt like i just i feel like you know i'm not really i don't really love this man anymore so i want i feel like i don't really it's not everybody that has i feel like oh i feel like this married life is not what i planned you know the the hassle is too much i want my freedom back there are people that live because their lives are in danger. There are people that live because the lives of their children are in danger. And they flee. They don't even live. They flee. They leave everything. And have to start all over again. They leave shoe. They leave bag. They leave their certificates. They leave everything. And have to start their lives all over again and you've not you you don't try to sit with those kind of women to to hear their story and when you hear you don't feel any empathy what you do is judge now there's a, narr- a narrative about marriage that needs to change no one marriage is a standard for all No one challenge or set of challenges is the standard for all marriages. And if we can't speak to all the various challenges that all marriages in the world go through, then let us avoid generalizing. Like, even speaking to two doesn't speak to all. So, that's my message (laughs) in summary. Let's 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 do better. And I think and I think and I hope and I pray. Like this is the last time, first and last time I'm going to talk about because I really don't like talking about relationships. Because I, I feel like everybody in a relationship, whether it's marriage or you're dating or whatever, everybody's figuring it out. Nobody everybody's figuring it out with God. Like, you know, those who are people of faith, and even those who are not people of faith, they are also figuring it out in their own way. Like so nobody knows it all when it comes to the complexity of two complex individuals coming together to do life we make a lot of mistakes because we assume a lot of things and i can understand if you say there are people who get into this marriage thing because they are naive i can understand that but let's just stop generalizing it's not every, um, let's just stop, you know, let's, let's just stop. We can do better. And so let's do better, please. <laughs> I've come down from my high. Um, but I just felt like I needed to say that. I just, I just needed to, I just, I couldn't ignore this one so that's it (laughs) that's it people episode four done um and so this is the last one for the month of may for the month of may not like forever (laughs) for the month of may um remember you can follow me on twitter i am at Tischioni moore um at anymore, yes, at anymore, at T-I-S-C-H-I-O-N-I-M-O-O-R-E. Um, you can also send me an email at transitionpodcast 2020 at gmail.com. Transition 2020 at gmail.com. Um, so until next time, enjoy the remaining days in the month of may stay safe stay safe um and and hopefully we'll talk in june bye